Imperial Intrigue. Presenting the more personal side of the royal lives that paraded at the court of France during the reign of Charles IX and his infamous mother, Catherine de' Medici, as dramatized by Lloyd L. Harris and directed by Don Brody. It is the 18th of August in the year 1572. We're at the royal palace of the Louvre in Paris. Religious and political hatred run rampant. Yet in the world of pageants and social gaiety, all seems peaceful. Only in the cunning brain of Catherine de Medici lies the real reason for the marriage of her daughter, Marguerite de Valois, with King Henry of Navarre. For a marriage between two such people, so drastically opposed politically and religiously, can precipitate only bloodshed, destruction, and death. There is a tenseness in the cold, dank, rain-washed air of the narrow alleys and streets of Paris, a potent of impending evil, Within the palace of the Louvre, the very corridors seem to echo and reverberate with the promise of doom. We're in the sumptuous apartments of the king. Charles IX is lying on the divan, idly fondling one of his dogs. Catherine de' Medici paces the floor of a curious and dimly lighted chamber. It is an ominous interview. Are you listening to me, Charles? Oh, I, I'm tired and bored, madame. What for, pray? You do nothing. The palace ablaze of festivities for the royal marriage. And what do you do? <laughs> My, I can't imagine. Instead of gracing the nuptials with your kingly presence, you loll up here with your filthy dogs. And that disgusting bird. Madame, you insult Margot. Margot? Yes, Margot. I mean my falcon, Margot. Henry Navarre gave her to me. So, <laughs> what was better than name her after Marguerite, his bride and my charming sister? <laughs> How touching. I think so, madame. Fool, mother. Sometimes you annoy me. Despite the fact you're Catherine de' Medici, Queen Mother of France. Charles, listen to me. You're the laughing stock of Europe. Your king in name only. I've stood enough of your browbeating. Listen to me. Well? Can't you understand the meaning of this marriage? What the devil do I care if Marguerite is marrying King Henry of Navarre? Oh, let them get married and, and leave me in peace. You weakling. Can't you realize that this marriage between the House of Valois and the House of Bourbon is the most important alliance of the century? Philip of Spain is raging with envy. Queen Elizabeth of England would barter her soul to get her hands on the Kingdom of Navarre. Ah, princey boy. Come here, boy. <laughs> now roll over. Roll over. <laughs> Oh, that's a good dog. Stop yes. bundling that dog and listen to me, Charles. Mm, uh, what now then, madame? I said stop bundling that dog. Imbecile. 
Imbecile! Imbecile am I! I... I'm your son. Blood of your blood. You're not fooling me about this marriage. Speak out. What is it you want of me? I want you to realize your danger. Danger? What danger? The Huguenot. Oh, oh the Huguenot again. Well, what about them? You will never reign in security on the throne of France until they are exterminated. <laughs> A very fine speech, madame. If the Huguenot are such a menace, why are you marrying my sister, the Princess Marguerite, to King Henry of Navarre? I have my reasons. Any reasons you have must reek of evil. Evil or not, they are justified. By that, uh, you mean... It is simple. I brought Henry of Navarre to Paris to marry Margot. With him came 800 Huguenot gentlemen. The flower of these accursed reformers. Thousands of other Huguenots formed Paris for the nuptial celebration. Well, 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 well. I mean to entertain them royally. Knowing your plotting brain, madame, I... I shudder. My son, what would you do if a wild boar suddenly turned upon you? Stab him to the throat? Exactly. You will protect yourself so that the boar would not slay you. But what has that to do with the Huguenot? If you do not rid yourself of them, they will tear you from your throne. Oh, 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 oh ridiculous. But true, sire. We have Henry of Navarre and all his Huguenots in Paris. A thousand of our trusted guardsmen could handle the situation. Why come to me? Your regent, you practically rule France. Your signature is always necessary. Never! I'll not be talked into signing any such document. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I'm weary of your state business and your plotting brain. There's an opportunity that may never come again. It is a miracle. Affected by what saint? Six days hence, the Saint Bartholomew's Day. I was speaking of it only tonight with the Huguenot Collini. <laughs> the worthy admiral. A dangerous enemy. My beloved godfather. Tonight, Henry and Margot are made man and wife. Well? Henry of Navarre will now feel safe. Now to sleep by a sense of security. Madame. You underestimate Henry of Navarre. He is nobody's fool. Beware of him. And later, we find Catherine paying a visit to her confidant, Cosmo Regario, an astrologer and importer of poisons. As the scene opens, we find Catherine at the North Tower. Oh, my God. 
brings you to my humble tower so late. Business, Cosmo. This North Tower of the Louvre is to my taste. <laughs> it is lonely, deserted, and seems in accord with the unseen. Ah, that is so, Your Majesty. Always studying, I see, Cosmo. Always, Your Majesty. At work in my service. I have no other pleasure in life than in the service of my queen. I thank you, my friend. Your Majesty. We are alone, Cosmo. Dispense with formalities. There is much of interest to speak of. Oh, yes, madame. A faithful friend and ally you are, Cosmo. Would that all human beings were such. You serve me for love. You serve science for interest. <laughs> Excellently said, madame. Is the poison I ordered ready? Uh, the powder to sprinkle into liquid? Yes, yes. I have it here. Good. I may need it shortly. This poison is most powerful, madame. It must be handled carefully. Otherwise... No need to warn me of that, my friend. Let those for whom it is destined beware. <laughs> but uh, what say the stars tonight? A much of interest, madame. Blended. Have you drawn the horoscope? Yes, yes, they're over here. Come close, Your Majesty. You see, many, many nights I have worked. Marvelous, Cosmo. You are a great genius of the heavens. Now, this particular parchment contains all the celestial signs within the house of life of all the royal personages concerned. Traced by the magic pencil from the dates you furnished. Me. Wonderful. Explain their import. Oh, it will take much time, madame. The King of Navarre. Well, uh, what of him? Well, madame, he is safe for a time, though he will shortly be exposed to extreme peril. He will die violently? Yes. But not till long years hence. You lie, Cosmo. I speak the truth, madame. I speak only what the heavens proclaim. Well, go on. Go on. Henry of Navarre's hair will be grey before. Before what? Stop hesitating and speak out. I, I repeat, madame. Henry's hair will be grey before the knife I see hovering over him. Right. Continue. Madame, the King of Navarre is a proper husband for Marguerite, your daughter. <laughs> oh, really? It is so. Have you discovered anything about my son? I, I tremble to reply. Speak, I command. Yes, Your Majesty. Well, well, hurry. Are you frightened to explain scientific truths to your queen? Certainly not, madame, but... Stop this dissembling and get on. I am impatient to learn what the stars say of Charles, and of the Duke de Lanson, and the Duke d'Anjou, and of course, myself. Well, you will live, madame, but... But what? Charles, ninth of the name, circles the wheel of life Fourteen times. What does that mean? A mist of blood gathers round him. Yes. 
Fourteen times round the wheel, a mist of blood, and Charles the Ninth, King of France, disappears. He shall reign in all fourteen years. Only two years to go, Cosmo? <laughs> Only two, madame. Are you certain? Certain? Charles will die a horrible death, having caused much misery. The Duke Donjou, your next son, he... Uh, oh, stop fumbling, my friend, and speak. The Duke Donjou will be king in 1574, two years hence. To reign? How long? He circles the wheel of life. Uh, one, two, yes. Yes, it is 15 times. Then a muffled figure springing upon him from behind. The king falls, vanishes. Francis, already dead. Charles to live only two more years. Henry, he will be the third. Assassinated, you say? I fear that is so, madame. Do they leave both sons? None, madame. Where? Where, then, is the Duke Delosso, my youngest boy? The Duke Delosso is not destined to reign. Not destined? No, madame. But, but what, what of the house of Valois? Destiny must be fulfilled. Tell me, tell me about the future of the house of Valois. The successor of your sons is before you. Who may that? King Henry of Navarre. Navarre? The Huguenots? Impossible! It is written in the stars, madame. You tell me that the race of Valois will die out? I fear so, madame. And the heretic Bourbon will reign on the throne of France? person in the world whom I serve for love. But are you sure of what you say? Yes, Your Majesty. Henry of Navarre will become Henry IV of France. So proclaim the heavens. Then, for the first time in the history of God's universe, the prophecies of the heavens shall be changed. <laughs>